Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. The show where we ground humanity's most absurd, baffling ideas. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And today's ideas are even more absurd and more baffling. They get more absurd and more baffling every week. How? I mean, you've been here the entire there time. There should be a limit, though. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you meant like, how does it keep happening? Yeah. Not literally like, oh, how did it happen? <laughs> but like, oh, how is it still happening? How I don't is know. it still happening? Because the universe is crazy, man. But our jobs are to report on the craziness, to investigate and report on the insanity. Mm-hmm. To uncover the truth. The most wokest of truths. The most wokest. The wokest. The wokest. What does the wokest have to do with it? Eyes open, not letting the deception, not being a sleep sheeple. Okay. Not being, not letting the lies we've been told be the narrations of our lives. Mm-hmm. So being woke is all about. Mm-hmm. Anyways, last week we were talking about the, we were just, you know, because we've gone through everything happening in history relative to, I guess, what's the focal point at this at this moment? I guess the focal. No, it used to be, but I guess the goal as as of now, it's become learning about Elfame and anybody related to it. The C people just happen to be the most successful at it, but the point now seems to be, before it was learning about the C people, that objective has slowly shifted as it seems that everybody, including the C people, have the same goal, more or less. So the C people weren't just a special one, weren't special ones, they were just the best at it. But the real point here is really coming down to learning about Elfame. Because there's nothing on it? There's nothing on it. And in our attempts to come across more information on the Elfame, we're looking into one of the fairies we know the most about. The Nagas? The Nagas. Because they seem to be everywhere. They Uh seem to be in any civilization that develops sufficiently advanced technology and they themselves were sufficiently intelligent, seems to have contained a Naga. So last week, we went on a deep dive looking at nothing but Naga. Mm Mm-hmm. Looking at as many Naga as we could before the timer ran out, and then the timer ran out, and we were still talking about Naga. Yeah. You know, we try to keep it under an hour, but we failed quite frequently lately, because there's a lot of information. So we do our best. So we're going to do more Naga? (laughs) We're going to do more Naga. Today we're going to do more Naga. But, oh my god, the things I have found doing more Naga. So today we're going to go slowly through this. Mm Mm-hmm. The very first thing is going to be really problematic and ruin... Everything here ruins everything we've thought we knew. Okay. All of the above. I focus entirely... We're no longer looking at random Naga. Mm -hmm. These are all Naga we're going to be discussing. But we're no longer just looking at random Naga. Because looking through all the possible... There's so many. There's hundreds. But I happen to find some instances that might give us insight and perhaps even ruin to some degree... A lot of the preconceptions we had, they give us a look into what we've been what? looking for. Really? Yes. Okay, I have a question before you go through this, because I don't know. Is there any current day Nagas? Is that a thing? It seems that beyond a certain point, everything sort of stops. I also don't know the, the source of that. The okay. closest, most recent day events we have are people either working to make philosopher stones, which take the form of tragedies, or events that focus on individual creatures from different realms, mm-hmm. or whatever was happening, I suppose, with Antonio Draco, who is in the 1700s, mid 1700s. Coming in contact with some pretty shady materials. Okay, is that the most recent? No, the golem is more recent. The golem is... 
I mean, n- no, because I guess the beginning of the golem was before Antonio Draco, and the end of the golem was after Antonio Draco. Oh. It's quite quite a hefty period going on there. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so there's very few isolated situations, you know? It gets harder and harder to track these things as time goes, becomes more recent. Oh, okay. Because they're better and better at hiding away. Mm-hmm. Which creates a bit of a problem. We know most of the highly advanced civilizations vanished. They went somewhere. Something happened. Mm-hmm. We have the idea for some of them, but not all of them. You know, some of them just dip out. Which space might be the answer? I don't know. For some of mm-hmm. them. Specifically, at least we know for the sun gods. Mm. But for the rest of them, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, except uh, the earth gods, which also they themselves seem... To maybe have gone underground to manage data storage facilities. Yeah. And the sea people might still be just under the ocean. So there's scenarios, but we can't prove any of the above. Yeah. Anyways, as we continue looking through these naga, a couple of different things are going to happen, and you will see as we go through them. So like last time, I'm going to give you the name of the naga and tell you some details about them, but there's no way... To dodge it getting weird instantaneously. Okay. This is the Naga part two. Mm-hmm. The first Naga is called Kaundinya. Kaundinya? Well, let me go back. This is not a Naga. What it's important to establish <laughs> that this is not a Naga. Because the, the How do you po- start the list? <laughs> well, the idea here is that this person might be one of the people most tied to Naga. Okay. And you'll understand as I go forward. So, Kaudinya was just a warrior of sorts. Mm-hmm. Get ready for this very first sentence. He was told to locate a magic bow which could kill a Naga. Oh, okay. That's instant instantaneously problematic that means somebody in the earth realm has the ability to reach something presumably made from magic they they referred to it as a magic bow does it say who sent him to do that no that's something for the future ideas oh okay (laughs) conversations for the future as of now we know a magic bow exists Mm -hmm. important because you can make you can factually make items out of magic. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. The the Catholic Church is hiding those things. Yes, and alicorn. An alicorn is another. Yeah. You can make things out of alicorn that are magic. Mm, yeah. Fact. Mm. Was the tip of the arrows on this bow magic, or was the bow itself magic? Was it made out of alicorn? Who knows? Okay. He was set to kill the Naga princess, daughter of Shesha, the Naga king of earth. The Naga give birth is the most important part we can take from here. This is the daughter of another Naga. They're not all just made by Oros. Okay. Do you see? Immediately feeding us information we did not consider. We think Oros makes the Nagas and then they go and chill in a civilization. Oros made some Naga mm-hmm. and the Naga bred with the exclusive purpose of we are to serve. Yeah. And then he has those the kings, I guess, that are supposed to tell them where to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that how it works? And this is one of them. This is the daughter of one of them. So the daughter of Shisha, the Naga king of Earth. Mm-hmm. So Kaundinya was to kill that girl. With a magic bow. Upon a great battle with the princess, Caldinia falls in love with her. Oh my gosh. Did they say anything about location? No. But we know this is taking place in Earthrealm. So Caldinia must have been sent to be with somebody. Okay. And so Caldinia proceeds to hide the bow from the hands of any mortal. That bow is on Earth. Mm. We gotta track that bow. Okay. That's objective number one. Mm. So this goes right, this feeds right into what we were thinking about the Naga. Like, the fact that you have a king means there's so many of you that order's required. Yeah. 
That's what we talked about last time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And now we have proof of... They can give birth. They yeah. can give birth. They're breeding. Yeah. Well... They're multiplying on their own. There's a civilization. So the Naga became their own people in elf fame. But like all fairies, they can just traverse the realms effortlessly. Mm-hmm. They can come in and out. No problem. Hmm. And that allowed... I guess not allowed. Chances are the princess was sent to be under somebody, which is also something we need to look into. Who? Yeah. Who she was assigned to, and why isn't your daughter safe from the rules if you are the king? I guess it's an iron-ass fist that Oros is ruling with. Next, we introduce our first Naga. Soma. Soma is the Naga princess of Earthrealm, the daughter who was sent to be killed. Okay. Daughter of the Naga King Shesha, and was said to be assassinated by a man named Kaudinya. After failure to kill her, they fall in love. And together on Earthrealm, they build a dynasty named Funan. What? Mm-hmm. They lived at the capital of their dynasty, which was named Viand Hapura, a real location that we can easily find. These are real locations? Yeah. So okay. We found in a simple Google search, and it's an old city that used to exist. Where is it at? Middle East. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Fascinating, though. Mm-hmm. So, this Naga princess and this human fall in love. And together, they escape their situation and establish a dynasty. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, I was trying, I was curious as to what the fuck. Why is the word dynasty? This is two people making a life. What do you mean dynasty? Yeah. So it was showing up anywhere I tried to confirm this. So, okay, time to type in these freaking words, Funan, and like, let me zone in on the dynasty itself. How much detail can I find about the dynasty? The Funan dynasty. Created by human Kaldinia and Naga Princess Soma. With the capital being Vyantapuda, the dynasty became a safe haven for Naga defectors what? who left Elfame in an attempt to achieve independence. This is for real? <laughs> what? Okay. What? A Earthrealm city that would protect Naga from Elfane. Man, if people don't even want to be there, then maybe that's not the goal. I don't know what the goal is. I thought it was to enter Elfane, but maybe something else. I don't else. think Elfane is a problem. I think the Naga were born as slaves. Mm-hmm. But why would we want to explore that place? No, because the only people born as slaves are the Naga. Everyone else is free there. It's the Naga who are trying to escape. Oh, okay. The fairies go back whenever the hell they would the rest of the fairies. They go back whenever the hell they want. Mm. The Naga are told, no, you are to do as you are told. Okay. They were created as slaves. Okay. They are a slave race. The elves aren't over here like, oh, no. No, they're like, I'm a white elf. I'm an elite, pristine, full of myself, top of the line elf. The Naga servants. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So they're like, fuck this shit. We deserve independence. And so the Funan Dynasty is a city that was inhabited by Naga and humans alike living in harmony. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Snake people and humans just hanging out, living in this place together perfectly fine. Hmm. The Naga can give birth. The Naga require leadership from how many of them there are. Yeah. The Naga collectively are a powerhouse. We know they're overpowered, hyper-intelligent, have crazy abilities within themselves. On top of the fact that they are destined to go help the most advanced civilizations, and even then, the Naga, who have the ability to cross realms effortlessly, are treated like slaves. Are treated like slaves. Hmm. And they want freedom. They want to defect and be free. 
Hmm. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense why that random dude was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to pretend to be king or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was a defector. Yeah. He was just one like, fuck this. I don't give a shit about the rules. Mm-hmm. So there's more than just one. There's more than okay. just one. There's a city worth of them. Mm-hmm. A well. safe haven for them. Okay. Then we have Manasa. Manasa is sister of the two Naga kings, Vasuki and Shesha. Shesha of the Earth Realm mm-hmm. and Vasuki of the Shadow Realm. What does that make her? That just makes her the sister of these guys. <laughs> okay. She was married to a human sage, Jaratkuda, with which she had a hybrid son. No, she didn't. What? Named Astika. No. This is weird. (laughs) Okay. So, the logic here would be... That the Naga, as we know, they tend to have a humanoid sort of form. Mm-hmm. This suggests that maybe they're not... They don't have a humanoid form. They're shapeshifters, particularly. They're shapeshifters, and the form they shapeshift into is the human form, mm-hmm. which suggests those that do it best might be able to replicate even reproductive organs. Boom. It's still so weird. It's so weird. Except there's no... If in this case, there would be no difference between a human mm-hmm. and a naga mm-hmm. if the replication's so perfect. Whoa. Fascinating, no? Yeah. It just completely blows out of the water anything and everything we thought we knew. Mm-hmm. So, Manasa marries the wise man, Jarak... Jaratkaru. Jaratkaru. The wise man Jaratkaru, with which she has a hybrid son named Astika. There is a half Naga, half human that exists now. Are there stories about him? Yes. Hmm. So again, this suggests the ability that Naga can breed. Presumably, when a Naga takes a human form, it can replicate the physiology to such a degree that pregnancy becomes possible. Well. That's astounding. That's, That's some yeah. unheard of level of replication. I don't think we've heard of a single other shapeshifter, many of which are earthling shapeshifters. I don't think we've heard of a single one that has successfully been able to replicate reproductive organs. This is a precision that is so absurd it could only exist with somebody from Alphane. It doesn't even make sense. I mean, it makes sense that they can do it because they're shapeshifters, but, like, they're not anything like us. No. They're not even physical in the way we would be. Yeah. So they happen to have the ability to solidify into such a form. What? In any case, it's possible that Naga imitate the form of an elf most accurately and then place uh, human organs on top of that Hmm. to create the most seamless human possible so now we enter a weird territory where holy crap this individual had a half naga half yes. human son what does it mean so we gotta go and look at the sun mm-hmm. astika the half human half naga son of manasa and sister of vasuki manasa the sister of vasuki now it's gonna get weird really <laughs> Yeah, it's already weird. <laughs> like, there's nothing about this that isn't completely fucking strange. Yes. But it's about to get weirder. So, Astika, the half-human, half-naga, is known particularly for having saved many naga from the Supra-Satra. Mm. The Supra-Satra translates directly into the serpent sacrifices. Who's sacrificing these things? What? What is happening? Oh, yes. Oh, man. I uncovered such rocks that what? had so much underneath. Is it the shadow people? Are there humans sacrificing Naga? How is this even possible? 
So, the Supasatra is ritualized mass genocide done in front of a fire. It was performed by Emperor Janamajaya. Janamajaya. Mm-hmm. By Emperor mm-hmm. Janamajaya. When his father was killed at the hands of a Naga. Oh. So, wait for it. Wait for it. Because what you were thinking before is going to come right back to that. He was doing it out of revenge mm-hmm. to get rid of the Naga. But the ritual is named a ritual because it was created by his great-grandfather. So the, the ritual was originally designed by gentleman Jaya's great-grandfather, Arjuna. And although it was performed to avenge his father's death after being killed at the hands of Anaga, the original purpose of the ritual, and this is a quote, was to collect and unite the power of the Naga for personal use. The blood or the fear of the Naga? They're like doing the It's a philosopher's of... stone. I was thinking adrenochrome, but okay. The philosopher's stone. It's a philosopher's stone. You're killing a shit ton of Naga for personal use. Not consumption. Personal use. They talked Let's about it like that a quote, tool. Exactly. Collect and unite the power of the Naga for personal use. Okay. Mm. Somebody got a hold of the instructions on how to create a philosopher's stone and concluded that doing it with the Naga was the most optimal road to it. Which, now, I'm sorry, uh, it makes absolute sense. And now it answers Yes. So many fucking questions as to why a bunch of other niggas were trying get over to there. make... No, not even wanting to get over there. Why they were trying to make their fucking own. Yeah, They were trying to make their naga so they could kill their own naga so they could have an overpowered yes. philosopher's stone uncomparable to anything else. Yes, but if they want to get to... The original shit. Yes, like, maybe that's the goal of entering... What's the place called? Elfame. Elfame. I was thinking it was a male for some reason, but that's not male. Elfane is just to get the Naga. There's a giant collection of Naga there. There's a giant collection of Naga there. They're hoarding all the Nagas, besides the ones that are here, but the ones here are so spread out. Yes, and there's few and far. Mm-hmm. There's far in between. But if we can just go over there. Where they're already next to each other. They're just all there. And they're powerful, magical beings that can die. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Then the fairy trees might not be fairies. Such fairy trees might be Naga. Yeah. Fascinating. Ex- failed experiments. Because we don't know if we fairies can even die. Unless. So we were just assuming maybe they could, but. Yaldabaoth is still somewhere out there, and the argument would be he quite possibly possessed a philosopher's stone made from shadow people. From jinn. He had a mm-hmm. jinn philosopher. As far as we know now, there is a ritual designed to create an Elfame Philosopher's Stone. We know factually of the one to make an Earthrealm Philosopher's Stone. Mm-hmm. And we know of one to make Shadow Realm Philosopher's Stones. Mm-hmm. You can make a Philosopher's Stone out of anything that could die. Yeah. And if Yaldabaoth sacrificed a bunch of jinn to make a philosopher's stone from the shadow realm he could have easily used that to execute naga yes thus creating the forest of shadow thus creating earth realm by default yes lovely lovely yeah yeah i think we're on to something oh i guess questions being answered Mm -hmm. gets weird right that is very weird they were sacrificing Nagas. Okay, that really... An entire wow. ritual designed just to create a philosopher's stone made of Naga. Again, it could just be to have enough power to overpower Mab. Mm-hmm. That could ultimately be the goal. We don't know. No. But we know that somebody concluded, I can sacrifice a bunch of Naga and make a philosopher's stone. Yeah. And that's absurd. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's so crazy. 
so far everything in here is fucking nuts i had no idea they could reproduce that didn't even cross my mind but Mm -hmm. we knew that they had a kingdom does he have the power to transform or is he more human who is he the half breed Astika, yeah, he can morph back and forward. He's okay. just like the Naga, he can go back and forward, but he sustains a human form primarily. Okay. So he's, you can't even tell he's a Naga. Okay. Sort of the opposite of the Naga almost, where they spend most of their time in their Naga form and some of the time in their human form. He spends most of the time in his human form and occasionally in his Naga form. Okay. So that's the big physical shift between those two. But the Serpa Satra, right up Crazy. there with the Magnum Opus. Crazy, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ultimately, they mean the same thing. Serpa Satra and Magnum Opus are just discussing how to create a Philosopher's Stone. And this was, j- again, now, although Janaman Jaya was doing it out of revenge and mainly to get rid of the Naga. Mm-hmm. His grandfather knows something. Arjuna. Arjuna knows something, and Arjuna is worth looking at. Oh, you didn't look at him? No. No. Because Arjuna is quite interesting. The fact that he had this... Yes. Like, how did he come up with that? How do you figure this out? How how do you find out about the magnum opus? What exactly is he doing? Yeah, we gotta make sure it is a philosopher's stone too because what if it turns out to be something else yeah 100% it could 100% be a different goal maybe it is we gotta just investigate. maybe it is something else entirely so it gets weirder, it gets weirder. <laughs> it gets, this, is, this one's gonna fuck everything up How? so a long time ago according to the tales an experiment was designed which required the death of a volunteer and the body would then be pumped with ichor. It would be, it would then by itself turn to a stone-like substance, and there would be an incubation period. Mm-hmm. And the large shell-like structure would then form around the body. Zeus, Apollo, Hades, the shadow person, mm-hmm. Keto, the Naga, and Aschelipius, which is just another one of the Greeks, decided they couldn't use just anyone for this experiment. This is an experiment performed by the Greek. Hades and Keto, as a shadow person and a naga, were naturally excluded from the mix for not being biological. Hades? Yes. What is he? A shadow person. He's a djinn. I thought you said he wasn't last time. He is? Hades is a djinn, yeah. Oh, okay. But the naga isn't his, if that's what you were (laughs) referring to. Come on. Okay, whatever. But yeah, Hades and um, Keto are excluded. The shadow, the jinn and the naga are excluded because they're not biological and you need a biological person to run science experiments on. Zeus obviously couldn't as he would need to be, as he would need to supervise the experiment himself. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the leader of the Greek collective of researchers, which leaves only Apollo and Aschelepius. So Apollo expresses fears about this experiment, being the coward he is. So Aeschylus volunteered. And first they began by asphyxiating Aeschylus. Then they pumped his body with ichor. And they watched him essentially turn to stone. And then a shell formed over his body. When the shell broke open like an egg... The Naga Glycon came out. What is that? The Naga who was with the Greek and we didn't know who the fuck he was hanging out with. He came out of... When we were trying to find out who the fuck this extra Naga was, Mm -hmm. but he didn't seem to be attached to anybody. He was born out of him? He wasn't born out of him. This is just fucking Ashelibius. He was turned into He successfully turned a dude into a naga, bro. What? 
they turned Ashlipius into Glycon. With with um Iker. With Iker. Which is just adrenochrome. I'm so confused. <laughs> what? My question is, are the Greek somehow more successful here? And what does that mean? Because I'm... They turned a biological individual into a naga. Yes. But Iker's just blood, right? Iker's just blood. But we know, one, adrenochrome is overpowered. Yes. Two, if you drink adrenochrome, it goes through your body, and then you drink the body of somebody who had adrenochrome, you have distilled adrenochrome, which is hundreds of thousands of times more powerful. But I thought you were turning into, like, a shadow creature, but it seems they like... They killed him first. They figured something out. Yeah. They Albert Weskered this guy. But, like, that's how closely we're, re- we're related to both the fairies and the shadow realm that we can turn into either. There's some science going on here that makes absolute sense, and we're not grasping it. But there's some science here that makes sense. If everything is connected somehow. Yeah. And we know adrenochrome can fling you over, and we know that the apples can fling you over. There's something going on. We know there's a tea you can make from a flower that just flings you over to the shadow realm. All so these things weird. that can send you over to the... We're related so closely to all of it. Yes. So there's some science that's possible with science purely mm-hmm. that could allow... We know it allows access. Basic science is minimalist. People don't even know. They stumble upon it. Wolves just drink the blood mm-hmm. in a battlefield because they're starving. Mm-hmm. Just starving wolves. Turning into monsters. And then they turn into monsters, and then they die naturally and go to the Shadow Realm anyways. Just crossing over by default without even knowing accidents. Mm -hmm. So with thought, with precise numbers and thought, they made something. Which is either... It's unclear because there's so little on Glycon. But he's either pure magic of some sort, or the closest... We have seen thus far. Can he travel to the fairy world? I don't know. That's the next fucking thing. There's so little on him. I have to look at every possible story, even relative to him, from every possible culture, every record of anything that has ever existed. There's so little on this guy. It looks like while the sea people went on an extremely absurd effort to suppress themselves, the Greek just decided to bury the project itself. They went crazy out of their way to make Glycon unheard of. But then what? What did they do after? Did they make their art? Because it wasn't his goal to have many of them? Actually, I don't know what his real goal was. Um, no, I think it was just to... He, he, his direction to Keto was to be able to replicate Naga. So... My assumption is this is uh, an experiment designed by Kido. Although it's unclear and that hasn't been established, yeah. I believe this is an experiment that Kido designed, just like creating the uh, the Krogons of um, Medusa and Uriel yeah. and Theno. I have so many questions. Like, what happens after that? They succeeded. Mm-hmm. And then? They succeeded in making Lycon. Uh-huh. Well, we just know that there was a Naga Glycon hanging out with the Greek. But it didn't feel like that was his goal, though. Unless that was his goal, but I feel like he wanted to do more. I am sure more happened. Yeah. But we haven't figured that out yet. I am mm-hmm. positive more happened. It would be weird if, like, okay, yeah, we did it. Cool. High five, guys. Yeah. Anyways, back to the drawing board. It's like, no, I doubt that's the case. I am positive that there is an ultimate goal and purpose to what's happening. Mm -hmm. We just don't know what that is yet. That what's going to require, obviously, more investigation. Crazy. But (laughs) not only were they also trying to create Naga of their own with the Grogons like Medusa Mm -hmm. and her sisters and the same way Yaldabaoth was trying to do. To make his own by creating Ophiomorphus. But it looks like even Yaldabaoth couldn't figure it out. But then again, then again, he got close, right? Ophiomorphus could make other Naga. Yes. But they couldn't leave the Shadow Realm. No. That's why I want to know more about Zeus's 
one that seemed like, yeah, he might be a Naga, but is he also not that powerful? Like, he can't actually... Interesting. Based on how he was hanging out with the Greek gods, he was one of them. So he was bare minimum himself as a Naga. Yeah. He didn't lose anything, at least. Mm -hmm. We know that much. Whether he gained something or not, I don't know. But the process of consuming ichor that came out of the blood of an already established god, you you consumed something kind of exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So we're talking that this dude is likely quite a couple of magnitudes more powerful than Zeus. Hmm. His capacity, his ability. If he is, in fact, a naga, Zeus is just a guy with science on his side but this naga is magic he made something but you know it could fail and it could die so it's not safe for zeus to be the one in the seat the first time Mm. but if that's the case maybe the greeks went on an excursion to turn themselves into fairies what hmm that's interesting no yes yes I want to know more about him. <laughs> but. More about Glycon? No, there's so little on him that looking into the common stories and uh, essentially scriptures written on this guy, there's nothing. What I told you is all there is. That's sad. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, I doubt he can go to the fairy realm. Or there'd be more than just him. Or something killed him. But we don't have any of that, so it doesn't matter. Exactly, we don't have any of that. If he died, we don't know. If he can successfully travel to the other side, we don't know. And there's not more of him which casts doubt on it. Alternatively, if he's the first one, and Naga have the ability to take human forms, and this type of Naga straight up came from a human, maybe they can sustain human forms, and some of these people we're looking at are Naga, and we just don't know it. Which people? Some of the Greek. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe some of the Greek are just Naga, and we don't know it. Mm. If they can sustain, again, we established that some Naga who are pure Naga can mm. create a human replicant to such a degree that pregnancy becomes possible. Yeah. If you began as a human, you have a head start. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So it could be to such a degree that Maybe we're just not noticing that they are. And maybe there are many of them. Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. (sighs) If only there was more info. Ah, sucks. It's complicated, right? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. I don't understand. Because now we have quite a strange issue going on in which... Let's go back up. We have a item made of magic, a bow that could presumably kill a naga. Mm-hmm. So creating, crafting, building items, weapons, tools, using magic is possible. Mm-hmm. We had an idea with Alicorn, but now we know of something literal made, not just a theory. Although Antonio couldn't figure it out. Before him, people had. Hmm. We have the situation of the same guy who has the magic bow, one hiding it on Earth. It's somewhere on Earth. There's a freaking magic bow somewhere on Earth. But falling in love and mating with the with the Naga yeah. Soma. Does he still have the bow? Does the church have the bow? Who has the bow? Well, yes, for the bow, but now the Naga can reproduce, too. <laughs> That's so Not only too. can Naga reproduce, which establishes the entire kingdom of the Naga and the fact that they have hierarchy. Yeah. They can reproduce with humans. But they can reproduce with humans. They can create such a close replica of a human mm-hmm. that allows them to have children with a human. But also with these babies, we don't know if they can get into the fairy realm. <laughs> Yes, exactly, 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 exactly. We don't know if Astika can actually cross into the into Elfame. We have no idea. We don't know if his powers are suddenly limited 
or if they're not limited, and he's just a full-out capable of going into Elfame and the Shadow Realm Naga. And can he do it at will? Is it something he could just choose like the rest of the fairies? Yeah. Can he, can the beat the Greek ones do it? I don't know. I want to know. Not only that. Not only can the not, not only are there weapons that could be crafted using magic that could harm magic creatures, hence proving the point that a philosopher's stone could accomplish this to mm-hmm. many magnitudes over the over regular tool. And not only could the naga reproduce among themselves, and not only could the naga reproduce with other creatures, presumably even shadow realm creatures, there must be an equivalent over there. We just have less stories from that end. But if you can just take a form, there are Naga in the Shadow Realm assigned to Jin. It is absolutely likely that there are Jin who have mated with Naga. Yes. Yeah. So there are half Naga, half Jin somewhere. Because the Naga are magic. They can just take the form of this non-physical Jin mm-hmm. and reproduce in whatever method they reproduce. Not only all those things. But then here on Earth Realm, we have the bow and a civilization of defectors. Naga, who said, fuck the kingdom, fuck the rules. We're going to go live an independent life away from that. How haven't they been turned into philosopher stones yet? Unless that's what happened to them, because we don't know. We don't know? We and don't like, know yet. Damn, I wouldn't put it past. If a bunch of them just decided to come over... And we know the physical location where it is. I know. That's I doubt there's fun. anything there now. Or yeah. there's probably just humans there now. It's probably like, just humans. Naga must be gone. Then again, those humans could be Nagas. Like, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? So. That creates an interesting problem. Yeah, no, you're totally right. But if humans became aware of a location filled with the Naga and you were already trying to make a Philosopher's Stone, there was a place with dozens, hundreds, mm-hmm. thousands... Millions? Who knows? Yeah. Of Naga. Mm-hmm. Of Naga. You can go and... But how would you kill them is the problem. There's still magic. You could only do it if you have the means, and chances are the only means are a Philosopher's Stone. So you need a weaker Philosopher's Stone to create a more powerful Philosopher's Stone. We know the sea people have it, maybe. And we know Yalda must. Yeah. There are a couple of Philosopher's Stones out there, but I don't think they'll be strong enough to kill thousands to potentially millions of Naga. But, well, how many lives were taken to make Eve? To make Eve, it was 50 million. That's a lot of lives. That's a lot of lives. The, but then how much, how old is the sea people? I mean, not the sea people, the Nagas making that town dynasty the dynasty happened in the early it was like 900s Mm, okay that's after hmm what if jesus do you think he has his own stone okay my timing's wrong it's about uh the year 50 it's still pretty fresh after jesus where this was formed so kind of it seems that Weirdly enough, around the same time period, everything hits the fan. Jesus happens and shit hits the fan in every Mm -hmm. possible shape and form from every direction known to man. Yes. Including Elfame. Jesus happened and even shit hit the fan in Mm Elfame. A bunch of motherfuckers are like, nah, we're out. Naga falling in love with human around the 50s, leaving Jesus dying in year one. You think they saw Jesus? The establishment of catholicism in the year 100 it's crazy but do you think they saw jesus i don't know i don't know maybe maybe holy shit you think they saw jesus and that incentivized them to leave i don't know do we know if the shadow realm saw him i feel like they did i think so like they tried to contact him as well yeah i think so i think we read a couple of things about the shadow realm people directly having visions of jesus as well okay that's crazy what is he ah okay we got a couple of weird things man we got individuals from the shadow realm that can see jesus we have artificial beings ophiomorphous we have medusa and her sisters 
we have a non-artificial being being altered into the form of a non-artificial being, but in return himself being sort of an artificial replicant of that, mm-hmm. which is a, a glycon, which used to be just a dude, yeah. and then became a freaking naga with fucking science. Yeah. Science, but bitch. We don't know if he can travel. We don't know if he can travel. We don't know if Jesus can enter the the uh, the fairy realm. We don't know if um Joseph can enter the fairy realm. So many questions. I thought we did solve some. I think we answered a few. I think we ones. know why they're trying to make Naga of their own. For sacrifices? Yeah, it's either absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. It's, it has to be either for sacrifices or now as I'm saying it out loud. Because the Naga are kind of overpowered already. It could be for their intellectual power, but if you can make a being that intellectual, you would just, you know, you you yourself would be able to do the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's probably for their power. It has to be. I think so. It has to be in order to sacrifice them to create a philosopher's stone strong enough. He's always tried to use something more intelligent to sacrifice a bunch of, like, that's how it that's started how off. It happened off over here, yeah. yeah. What is it? Primitive apes created the philosopher's stone adam mm-hmm. then the philosopher's stone adam with the fruit of life create primitive humans then, then primitive humans mm-hmm. get sacrificed to create philosopher's stone eve then philosopher's stone eve mm-hmm. plus the fruit of knowledge create modern humans mm-hmm. then modern humans would be sacrificed to make a more over, but we don't know of that stone existing. We haven't proven that stone. So those are two stones, Eve and Adam, and then whatever Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And then we know Yaldabaoth sacrificed Jin to make a philosopher stone. Mm-hmm. And then what he used that for is unclear, presumably to be able to kill fairies, thus creating the fairy forest. Yeah. Not the fairy forest, the forest of shadows with fairy trees, which the connection between everything is so absurd if we just talk about the forest of shadows, in which it exists in the realm of shadow with the bodies of some type of fairy leading to the creation of Earth realm. Like the level of connection there is nuts. That's all three just happening in one spot. Yes, but we don't know if it's actual fairies because it could also be naga, which are a type of fairy. Those are fairies too. Yeah. Yeah, but like we don't know if it's whatever the actual fairy people. Yeah, we don't know what kind of a fairy. We know fairy. Yeah. Some fairy was used to create fairy trees. But it could be nagas. But it could be naga. Could be elves, but at this point, the only one that it seems likely that we can see that we—they've died, they've been killed—are mm-hmm. the Naga. Well, that's where we are with that. Mm-hmm. And for some cherry on top discussion, there are four individuals in one location to address. What? Who? I found the name of four different elves that we can look into in the future. Four elves. Mm-hmm. It's hard as hell to find anything on elf fame and I successfully found by every description they are named elves. Okay. Shiva, Vishnu, Indra, and Brahma. Those? All A few gods of the... Hindu gods. Okay. Seem to all be... These are the top Hindu gods. Not every Hindu god. Just specifically the, these, these four. seem to be elves. Their descriptions go as follow. All of them exist to prevent anyone else from getting too powerful. Mm-hmm. All of them have the abilities that everyone else has. They all come from a realm described as pure magic. Okay. Now, what confused me about this situation when it comes to them, because they're obviously elves by each and every definition, Mm -hmm. and they exist seemingly in Elfame and then come to Earthrealm. Quick descriptor, uh, Vishnu particularly seems to be a elf that loves yoga. 
He's just known for loving yoga and meditation. Mm-hmm. There's little on the other ones, but this one is, you know, enough for that. Where it gets weird is Shiva has the Shadow Naga King Vasuki coiled around his neck, even within Elfame. The kings are also doing the Attached same job. Attached to somebody. Whoa. So while Shiva interacts his job with humans, or earthlings, let's say, his he does his job with earthlings. Wait, so fairies also get nagas. Naga. I don't know what the fuck that means. That is strange. Okay. This is a fairy being assisted by another fairy. Yeah. Are the Naga more powerful than the elf? I don't know. I don't know either. Don't know. This immediately confuses me because you'd think the elves are more powerful. Because they should, in theory, have the ability to put a cap on the Naga's capacity because they're supposed to help. But if not, then it explains how somebody like the Sea People still kind of circumvented that. Because Oros is somehow more powerful than Meb. Hmm. He might be the experiment that could. So Shiva has... Naga King Vasuki coiled around his neck. That's a Shadow Realm Naga. Crazy. Vishnu has the Earth Realm Naga King, Shesha, coiled beneath him as a yoga mat. Okay. What the hell? Okay. And Indra has the Naga King of Kings by his side, sometimes as a partner, a man standing next to him, mm-hmm. and sometimes as a staff by his side. Yeah. That's cool. Weird. It is weird, but it's like Dragon Ball Z. Like, the cat people and the angels. Fair. Interesting. Because the cat gods are the, the strong. real gods. They're yeah. the overpowered thing, but they yeah. still have something even greater next to them. Yes. That do what they say. Yes. The Holy shit. Interesting. Huh, I didn't think about that. (laughs) Additionally, weird fact, Brahma, who seems to also be an elf by every definition possible, does not have a naga. (laughs) I even looked up why he doesn't have a naga. And you even find people on Reddit and on Quora asking, why (laughs) doesn't Brahma have a naga? Uh-huh. Everybody else is shown with it. Killed one. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> um, it looks like he's something superior to the other elves. Oh, okay. Prama might be some other shit. But he's an, an elf. elf. Just a higher ranking. He might elf, be a higher ranking elf. Is. Yeah. <laughs> if there is anything stronger than the Naga, following Brahma might take us in that direction. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. What? Additionally, Vishnu, the yogi elf who hangs out with Earth Realm Naga King Shesha, coiled beneath him as a yoga mat, mm-hmm. practices this yoga where people come to see Vishnu. Now, Vishnu puts a cap on somebody's power. I don't know who yet. We know his job exists because he's still in earth realm unless there are also rogue elf and i don't think that's the case because the naga they're hanging out with is still doing their job so he practices his yoga on top of a mountain crazy of course mount kailash Uh uh-huh another mountain mountain where there is a fairy which is Quite interesting. Especially because when you look into Vishnu, one of the descriptions the Hindu have attached to him is guardian. Of what, homie? You hang out on a mountain and they call you guardian? Of what, homie? The fairy flowers? Not the fairy flowers. He's on a mountain, dude. There's a portal to the fucking fairy realm there out there. There cannot be a portal. There could be a portal. I don't know. He's on top of the mountain. He's an elf, and he's a guardian of what? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a mountain. What are you guarding, bro? It's gotta be 
He yeah. has to be. That's my theory, at least. Yeah. That's my theory, at least. I don't know if I'm going to be right when I look into it, but that's my theory, at least. I think so. Which means there's a way. Except mm. you got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to one-up a, mm. a freaking elf. So that doesn't happen. I guess not. But also, could anyone even go through it, even if they saw it? Because I thought... Because it's it not physical, way. it's different. Yeah, oh, crap, you think it works the way, like, a Shinto bridge does. Yeah. Interesting. Unless we have stories of people entering the fairy I don't know. realm, which I don't think there is. So, I think it's a one-way thing. But I don't know. I know. We gotta look into it. Okay. Oh, okay. But that's, that's where crazy. we are. Fairies can mate with humans. Fairies can create perfect human replicants. Weapons could be crafted made of magic that could harm fairies. They could be turned into philosopher stone. They could be turned into philosopher stone. You could turn humans to naga crazy that's nuts which dude we've been dude we've been sleeping on the greek for a while we've been like you know whatever there's some background noise but they've had a lot of time they've been neglected for a while and they've only had adrenochrome so even if it's not the fruits they got this one thing they're working on over and over they just get better with it now we got to find out what exactly are they doing. What exactly are they doing? There's, what are they up to? What? I didn't know they were players. Yeah. I did not. I thought they were just, you know, trying to catch up, but it seems like... We caught up? Maybe they, they pulled ahead. Bro, they might have pulled ahead a while ago. Again, information dies out beyond a certain point. Oh, yeah. So it's we just got to see, based on the farthest we can see, who made it the farthest. Mm-hmm. And we can only surmise that based on knowing what they were doing at the given time that they were most active. Mm-hmm. So. Man, I hope there's more to find. Crazy. But this is as far as the Naga research goes. Now we got a couple of little paths to follow here and there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take us to some fun places. Hopefully we can find out some more of what's going on. Yeah. I can't wait. So, yeah. That's what I got. This is the crazy Lovely. crap I found. All of which informed us quite a bit. Once in a while, we get an information dump. Other times, we're just kind of following the narrative. Mm-hmm. This time, we got an information dump. That's a lot of details. That's a lot. Never considered a Naga philosopher, so but it makes sense if we could make it out of everything else. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Which means an elf philosopher, so must be real too. Mm. There must be different magnitudes of elfame philosopher stones. Fascinating. We gotta find out. Research for days. Anyways, anyways, anyways. If you guys want to give us some of your input on whatever the hell we're talking about, especially Naga, if you know of any interesting Naga we should be looking at, um, let us know. Tell us their names and where we can look for them. You can do that on all our social platforms. X, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at JustConvoPod. And remember to subscribe and rate and review the show. Yes, and word of mouth. Tell everybody that we are uncovering the truthiest truth of all the truths. It's our job. We're reporters. We do the homework and we tell you. Otherwise, we don't see our checks. Our checks? (laughs) This has been The Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. do the thing and then keep doing our thing before but because we do the episode meaning we do some research we get information get a lot of details Mm -hmm. we find a thing we want to be cohesive to some degree not just randomly all over the place it is rambling we are rambling we're kind of riffing on the data or that was the point except the hole got a little deeper and it's like okay fine we're more informed so it's easier to focus when we're looking into the thing oh this is also about a dream chrome but we have you know some information now in our memory about a dream chrome so it's easier to compare notes oh and this is 
weirdly like that, but whatever, you know, people across the world do the same thing. And then it shows up over there again. It's like, oh, yeah. Huh. Surprisingly similar. But, you know, this is well, not even thinking it's Not even thinking it's related. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. We're talking 150 episodes ago. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.